What's up, everyone? Welcome to the first official episode of Just Fucking. A little background on this podcast, the title itself, Just Fucking. Uh, my old roommate, Lauren, instead of saying just kidding when she was joking around, she used to say just fucking, which I just thought was funny every time she said it. I loved it. We used to say it to each other all the time, just fucking, and I miss her every day, so I just decided to adopt it. So that's first and foremost. Secondly, as women, every woman I know, myself included, has been uh, in a relationship a couple weeks, couple months, several years maybe, where you are dating a guy, you love him, you go on dates, you're doing all these things, you're exclusive, you're only sleeping with each other, maybe he's met your family, he's for sure met your friends, you think that you're dating, everything seems great, you for sure have not had the conversation about what you are because God forbid you have any feelings or certainly do not want to share them, but then you do and come to find out you are just fucking hurts so bad but you know what you're just fucking um also I love the word fuck I love to cuss I love to swear I'm gonna be doing a lot of it if you do not like swearing if you are easily offended this is probably not the podcast for you so I would just turn it off right now because I'm probably gonna cuss a lot so there's that um, so yeah, there's that. This podcast, um, the point of it, there really isn't in there isn't one at all. Um, I've been told for a couple years through several friends that I should do stand-up comedy. I don't really want to do stand-up comedy. I don't really think that I'm that funny. I don't really want to talk in front of an audience. It's not really my thing. I don't really feel like I can be on in front of people, whatever, not for me. Um So, yeah, but everybody thinks I have these great stories. They're not really my stories. They're just my life. They're a a tale of unfortunate events and cautionary tales, I tell you today. So, instead, I just decided to basically have a verbal diary of my life and my thoughts because, to be honest with you, I work two jobs and writing is fucking tiring. And I tried to do it. I tried to write down all my feelings and my thoughts and whatever. And I'm tired. And I got a couple pages in and was like, fuck it. I'm just going to, I'm going to do this. Uh, One of my good friends, Mikey, who will certainly be on this podcast. He was a big push for this. He encouraged me for a long time to start doing this. And, uh, you know, we talked about it for probably like a year And here we are. We both got busy and couldn't record, and I just decided to do it. So eventually he'll be on it, but this is just the start, and I wanted to kind of explain it. He's probably going to push it a little bit more than I am because I have no interest in doing any of that. I just have a lot to say, so there's that. You can tune in or not. It's all good. I... You know, not not a point. Not a point to this podcast at all. I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life. I'm not going to be giving you daily recipes. I'm certainly not going to be giving you any dating advice because I have none whatsoever. It's just a barren wasteland out here for me. Um, Not trying to be an Instagram, you know, person, model, influencer. I fucking hate influencers so much. I can't stand them. You know, I don't give a shit about what you say. I just saw a post the other day about like, oh, you know what? We need to stop commenting on each other's bodies, even if it's a compliment. 
about how skinny someone looks or how good someone looks and it's like are you I are you fucking kidding like I I can't like I uh, like I I we can't do body shaming we can't tell people that they're fat or they need to work out or they're whatever which I'm behind we like I get it we can't do that but even that we have to be careful with because we can't body shame which I'm all about I get it body body positivity you can't be you know you don't have to be a size zero to be beautiful I get it I'm on board with that 100 percent um but even that you have to be careful with because you don't want to say eat McDonald's three times a day every day that's that's healthy. Do whatever. So there's always just a line that you have to do. But now I suddenly have to be aware of giving compliments. And I see my girls working out at the gym every day, putting in the work and they're doing it. And if, if they're looking good, I want to be able to say it. So I'm going to say it myself. I've been working hard. I run, I've been doing all these things. And when people say things about me losing weight or whatever, it feels good. I want to hear it because guess what? I'm working to do those things. So say it. I want to hear it. And it's fine. You know what? I didn't even read the whole post. So every blogger is like, that's not what I meant. I didn't mean that. I don't give a fuck about what you meant because guess what? I didn't ask. I didn't ask for what you meant about your posts and your influence and your shit and whatever because I don't want to be influenced by it. Just like I didn't want to be influenced by your post about your body and your whatever and your bloating and your this and your that and your recipe and your this and your whatever and whatever you fucking listen to, I don't give a shit about it or about what you think about my life and what I'm doing and this and that and whatever. So cool. I don't give a shit. What am I going to say to my friend? Like, oh, hey girl, I see you working out in the gym and you look fucking like a person don't want to compliment you. Don't want to body shame you. You just looking. You just looking regular, girl. Don't know what's. Don't want to hate. Don't want to not hate. Just whatever. You know what? I I don't give a shit about what you think about what I'm telling other women about their body. Just like I didn't ask for your fucking influence in my life at all. I don't want to see it. If I want to be influenced, I'm gonna to go to my therapist who paid for her education and her certification and who is qualified to influence me. So. All that to say, I don't want to be an influencer. I'm not trying to influence you. Live your life. Be offended by me. I don't care. It's totally fine. It's all good. Um, Yeah, I'm basically just here fucking around. We come full circle. I love when that happens. Probably be talking about my periods, my dating life, or the non-existence of that. Sex talk, relationships, family, therapy, big advocate for family. I love it. And by family, I mean therapy. I've had a couple beers. It's fine, which is why I just got the guts to do this. All good. Um, So, yeah, we're here. We're going to be talking about it. Um, Yeah, I don't have a lot to say, but I also have a lot to say. So there's that. Just talking about my life. I'm going to have a bunch of people on the show. I do not want to talk by myself about myself a lot. That's not fun for me. But I just figured for the first show, why not get it started? Tell a little bit about, you know, what we're doing. Basically, I'm just doing this because people in my life for the last few years have been telling me, do stand up, write your shit down. You've got good stories. You tell them well. I don't think I tell them well. I don't think I have good stories. It's just my life. A lot of weird shit happens whatever. Um, I don't want to write a diary, so I'm just going to talk about it. Um, and I like to talk about it with my friends, so they're going to be on. They say a lot of cool shit. They have a lot of different perspectives. They're much smarter than me. Um, I love them. So yeah, that's kind of where we're at. 
So the first thing I want to talk about, the most uh, recent experience I had, I went to the Grand Canyon. I went to Havasu Falls with four of my best girlfriends. We went to the um, Havasu Pai Indian Reservation, which we had to get a permit for a year in advance. I don't know if anyone has gone through that process. I will break it down for you. You have to get a permit a year in advance. The permits go on sale one day, one day only. You have one shot. I spent probably about three and a half hours just trying to get the permit. Of course, they go on sale at 10 a.m. The entire website crashes, you know, typical. But I got it. We're super psyched about it. We have a year to plan. We're going to get super ripped. We're going to get in shape. We're going to hike with our packs for a year. It's going to be awesome. We're going to hike it up. And then this last weekend, the trip came and guess who fucking didn't hike one time? Just kidding. You know, me. Um, so first things first, if you want to do Havasu, get serious about just getting the pass. That's no joke. The competition's real. Um, it's busy, it's beautiful, and it is worth the time and effort that you have to put in just to get the pass. So let's start with that. That's serious business. Um, I went in with four of my best girlfriends, and as you can imagine, it's five girls. We all have a different way of living. We all have a different way of doing things. We all have different athletic abilities, different lifestyles, things like that. So it's going to be a test. It's going to be a challenge. We're going to have our ups and downs. I have to say that all in all, it was a life-changing experience. I had a friend from high school who did this trip. She was kind of the inspiration behind it for us. Her exact words to me were, I have never felt more alive than I did when I was on this trip. And I was like, okay, that's a little fucking extra. You must have read about an influencer who went on it. Um, but then I did it and I felt the exact same way. It was a game changer for me. Um, it was hard. It was, it was hard. I, if anybody knows me, I do not give myself a lot of credit when it comes to physical ability. I've never really thought of myself as strong or fast or fit or a leader of the pack or anything like that. So the girls that I run with are strong and they're fast and they're fit. And I was nervous and I was scared for a year getting ready for this trip. I didn't want to be the weakest link. I knew that, you know, I hit about nine miles and I'm done. I don't want to hike anymore. My feet start to hurt. My body gives out and I'm, I'm tired and I'm done and I don't want to do it anymore. So I had a lot of fears going into this trip and I'm going to tell you right now that about 25 minutes into this trip, every single one of those fears came true. So that was great. Um, it, it was mentally tough going in into the canyon. It was hard. We we all have never hiked before. Back I mean we've hiked before, but backpacking was a different that's a different ball game. You're carrying all your gear in. It's February, you're in the desert, but you also have to plan to be cold and it's night and all these things and so packing in and out, you got to plan for it and that's tough. You want to be warm, but you want to pack light. 
it's, 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 it's hard. So, you know, you know, we're about 25 minutes into the hike and all of us are feeling it. All of our bodies hurt, our shoulders hurt, the legs hurt, the feet hurt, our packs are heavy. Everything is hard. And mentally from the start, things are just, for me at least, falling apart. Everything that I'm fearing is happening. One of the girls in the group is one of the strongest girls I know. She's super fast. She's super fit. She's super strong. And I just knew that I was not going to be able to keep up and I didn't. And right away she is fucking handstand walking down this canyon and I can't keep up. And I see these fucking pack mules grazing out in the canyon. Side note, the pack mules, if you want to get it, they're not abused. I know the rumor is that they're abused. We had a big fight about this. I'm not going to rehash it because I will because I want to, but they're not abused. Get a pack mule if you want to. I'm glad I didn't. Whatever. Whatever. We had a pack mule. We wasted the money. It's all good. It's totally fine. All good. Proud of myself. Did it. Whatever. 25 minutes in, I see these pack mules grazing out in this field. They're having a great time. They look super happy. Literal smiles on their faces. They're passing us in the canyon. I'm dying. I'm cold, but I'm also sweating. My feet hurt. My legs hurt. Pack is on my ass. My ass is exploding. I'm not sure what's happening. My shoulders are burning in a place I've never felt before. Bianca's upset because, you know, someone says, oh, this canyon's so beautiful. Bianca's like, I don't fucking know because I'm so miserable. Cool, Bianca. Great. I'm someone voiced it. We're all miserable. It's all good. But guess what? These mules aren't fucking miserable because they're not being abused. It's fine not to dwell. All good. If you win the lottery for the mule, take the mule. They're not abused. They literally carry two packs. Not a big deal. A person weighs more than the packs. So all good. Take the mule. If you get the chance, don't waste your money. So there's that, um, you know, so mentally I was beat before we went any, before, you know, we were even a mile into this Canyon, but I think we all were. So we get in and we hike down into this, this reservation town to check in and I'm not feeling great. I don't know that anybody was feeling great, but I definitely was not psyched about this trip. I... I was beat. I don't know how many I can say that a hundred times not to be a dead pack mule, but I was beat. So we hike into the canyon and uh, I thought that I was going to have the first meltdown about the pack and my body. Things aren't going well. I'm tired, whatever. Turns out I did not have the first hissy of the trip, which is great. That's fine. Uh, We had the hissy day one, five girls. Everybody's tired. Everybody's hungry. We've all been hiking. We're cold. We don't know what to expect. Breakdown day one. All good. We move forward from it. The rest of the trip is just amazing. Uh, Lots of laughter. The weather could not have been better. We go on an awesome day hike. We see some beautiful waterfalls. We all do some cool shit. You know, we hike down. uh, We hike down next to a waterfall. You know, a couple of us are a little afraid of heights. We conquer those fears. Just some cool stuff. Uh, meet some awesome neighbors. Just just great. We have a great time. So then it comes to hike out. And obviously my anxiety at this point is super high. I'm so nervous that I'm not, I just, I'm not going to be able to hike out. The, the way in was so miserable. I don't know that I've been that mentally beat in a long time. I can't really think of many times that I've been so mentally down and just feeling like I physically can't do something. I physically can't do it. 
and I was nervous. So we start hiking out and we're booking. We are moving. And, you know, of course, the girl that is the fittest and the fastest and the strongest and whatever, she's leading the pack and I'm working and I'm working hard and I'm moving my ass and I'm keeping up and I and I feel it. And I feel good and I'm moving and everything's great. And then suddenly I don't feel great. And we're six miles in and I feel awful. I'm going to pass out. I'm so hungry that I'm nauseous, which is my own fault because I was so anxious before we started that I didn't eat. And it's all catching up with me and things are just quickly going to shit and panic mode is setting in. Obviously, you know, we're walking in a line, so communication breakdown is happening, and it's it's just, it's all crumbling, and so finally we stop, we take a break, and I just said, you know, I can't do this, I can't walk as fast, I gotta slow down, thank God Bianca's with me, and she has major blisters on her feet, she also needs to slow down, and so we just decided, let's just slow it down, we'll just move at our own pace, it's all good, let's keep going, so... At that point, I just decided that this hike is going to be my hike and everybody can move at their own pace. Bianca's with me. If I need to go slower than Bianca, that's great. If I want to walk with her, that's great. But like, I've got her. We're good. If I want to speed up, I can. It's okay. I'm going to get out of this canyon. We're good. Uh, Hydrate, eat some snacks. Let's go. Let's keep moving. Get some sunlight. We're going. And, you know, at that point, I just started to feel really good. You know, I don't know what came over me. I don't know. I don't know what happened. We hit the last two miles of the trail and and I just started to realize, you know, you've done harder things. You've climbed higher mountains. You've hiked steeper hills. You have turned around on steeper mountains. Um, You've done harder workouts than this. You've lifted heavier things than this pack. There are people who are out of way, way worse shape than you that you've passed and you're, you're doing okay. And I did it and I finished the hike and I got to the top and I just had this moment of feeling like I have spent my entire life shitting on myself. I have never given myself credit. I've never liked myself. I've never felt good about my fitness I've never felt strong. I've always felt, you know, just weak and not good and like not good enough and all these things. And just, you know, my whole life of just wanting to be enough and not wanting to be the weak one and the weakest link and all these things that I have just been trying not to be my entire life. I wasn't. I wasn't the weakest one and I wasn't, I, I wasn't weak. There was no weakest one. It, it, that didn't matter. I finished the hike and I felt strong and I felt good and I could have kept hiking and it was just this moment of reminding myself that, you know, I've done harder things and I can do hard things. One of my favorite coaches says that every day during the workout, you can do hard things. And during the hike, I just kept reminding myself, you can do hard things. You have done harder things. Just keep going. And that really propelled me. And just, you know, it, it was such a game changer of, you know, giving myself more credit and a little bit, a little bit of grace in, it's okay. It's okay to, it's okay to feel weak. It's okay to be tired. 
And it's also okay to be proud of yourself and it's okay to do hard things and commit to them and see it through and finish them. So when my friend said, you know, I've never felt more alive on this trip, it was like, okay, whatever. And then at the end, it was like, okay, my whole life I've hated myself. And then I got into therapy and I did so much work and I did all this work to finally do these things and to start liking myself a little bit. And in this moment, it was like, you did it. You like yourself. You feel good about yourself. And it is okay to not only like yourself, but to be proud of yourself and be proud of these accomplishments that you make. So that felt good. That felt awesome. I felt alive. I get it. I get I got what she was saying. I got I got the alive for, you know, for her, it might have been different than it was for me. But it was awesome and I had to take a step back. I did a little bit of reflecting as I think that you do when you do these trips and you have big events on my life and the things that I did and how I acted during the trip. And, you know, I mentioned to a couple of the girls that, you know, after that first day I was a little mentally beat and maybe my behavior came out, you know, jokingly, like, I'm not hiking back out. I'm taking the helicopter. Like, sorry, bitches. Bye. I'll be waving to you from the helicopter. And to me, that was a joke. But to them, looking back, like probably a little bit annoying that I, I was saying that and just kind of like not really letting it go. Um, but I didn't, you know, I didn't tell them like, I'm really mentally beat. My feet really hurt. Everything I was scared about on this trip was happening. And I didn't say that. I just, I just said, I'm not hiking out. I'm going to take the helicopter. I'm going to joke about it this entire trip instead of just saying what I felt. And when I said that, my friend said, you can tell us anything, we're your best friends, you know, and if, if this isn't a safe space, what is, if you can't tell us you need to slow down, who can you say that to? And it was like, okay, you know, you're right. Not only do I need to trust myself, but I need to trust the friends that I'm with, the people that I love, the people that love me. It was a game changer. It was an awesome experience. I'm super glad that I have it. It made me very thankful for all of them in different ways. Um, you know, Denise, I give huge credit to. She is so positive. She always looks at things with just a glass half full outlook. You know, you know, Erin always takes the time to help you with your pack. And she doesn't care if it slows the group down. And she's willing to help. And she's willing to take the time to help you figure out your problem. And it's like, I really appreciate that Denise sees that in other people because when I'm tired, I don't see that. So I really am thankful to her for that. Denise also is very proud of herself and she is not fearful to be proud of herself, which I needed to see that, which makes me feel like it's okay to be proud of myself. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thankful to her for that. And, you know, I fear a lot that my personality is very big. There's a lot to me. There's a lot going on. I'm very loud. I, I look at myself as I can be a little obnoxious, a little too much, a little abrasive, a little crude, a little this, a little that. And I see these things as negatives and as things that would turn people off to me and as reasons why people might want, you know, they might not want to be my friend. They might not want to do whatever. But then I look at Lauren and Lauren says to me, you know, Sarah, you have this outgoing personality that we made friends with our neighbors 
And I wouldn't have done that on my own. And I don't have the personality that will go up to these neighbors and talk to them. And had you not been with us, we would not have made friends with them because I wouldn't do it. But you have the personality that's going to do it. And when she said that, it was like, I see these things in myself as negatives, but other people see them as positive. So, you know, just a good takeaway to just stop shitting on myself so much and to just kind of be more positive. That was a really good takeaway for me to be a little bit more positive just to myself and in my life and to kind of look at the glass a little bit more half full and, you know, you don't have to joke your way out of things. You can, you can just tell people how you feel. So that was great. It was a great trip. Um, lots of laughing, lots of joking around, lots of hiking. We did a lot of movement. It's awesome. If you ever get the chance, go ahead and do it. Get your permit, get it early, get your fucking mule, pack it out, pack it in. It's all good. That's it. Uh, That's all I have to say. Great experience. That's all I have going on. I'm hanging out with my cat. I'm waiting for Mikey to stop having a life. He's much cooler than I so that we can record a podcast together. That's it. That's the first podcast. Here we are. We're going. Um, I'm an esthetician. You want your pussy wax? I got you. You want some lashes? I got you. Let me know. We're good. I'm also not doing any promoting for this because I don't fucking want to. Somebody else is going to do it for me. I don't know how it's going to work. Like I said, I'm just fucking doing this because everybody else said to. Blah, blah, blah. It's all good. Thanks for listening or not. I don't care. We're good. Have a great life. Treat each other well. Be kind to each other. Love each other. Most importantly, love yourself. Look out for each other. Look out for yourselves. Take care of each other. And that's it. Have a great night. Bye.